Hey, I'm Kimberly Monet, and this is Relatable Content. Part two, which is dating in LA. I had to bring back my co-host again. This is... Hi, I'm Chelsea Grow again. Black woman comedian existing in America and surviving and thriving. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about right now. Since we, you know, yes. since the part one was just so cute. You know, she was cute. Last week was the vibe. It was you a know? whole vibe, sis. So I had like, you know what, Chelsea, can you just come back again? You know. I'm grateful to be back. I was like, we have to have this moment. Yeah. So I want to just pick up and kind of chime in that we didn't really have the time frame to talk about um like dating on the apps yes so i mean i don't personally have an app but i like i have i know a lot of people who have the apps and they you know some people have found love and marriage and you know mm-hmm. xyz all these apps mm-hmm. but like how has it been for you having um you know dating uh dating experiences um from your apps so you know i uh, Hinge, which is an app, which is cool. I don't mind taking the brand. I'm on an app called Hinge. Um, but the app that I'm on, you know, I like it because it's the first thing up where I actually feel like I get to know the person's personality. I get a nice snapshot. Okay. Because I felt like previous dating sites that I was on, mm-hmm. the issue was is it was very like just picture, 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 which is like all superficial. And I'm not going to be okay. attracted. Well, you, you need to be attracted to who you're dating. Okay? Like, <laughs> I'm all about dating a good person, but you know, you gotta be somebody who's a good person and that you wanna like, get down you with know, you know? It's so, yeah. it, it was just real, you know. I, and I love this, and a quick sidebar, I will say, um, my youth pastor in when I was in high school, he was also a marriage counselor, and he said the first question he would ask every married couple mm-hmm. when he, you know, interviewed them was, Are you physically attracted to each other? Yeah, that's and important, that's, and that's and that's I important. and the thing is, and now this is the thing I don't want anybody who feels like they're not in a certain physical body type yeah, to of feel screwed because the thing is I have seen people of all different body types heights weights and shapes find love yes. real love because there's okay. what somebody for hello exactly yes. but going back to your question about the dating sites mm-hmm. is the dating site that I'm on now I honestly feel like because it, it, it gives the opportunity for people to put things like okay um, I'm into this or funny quotes about themselves mm-hmm. or you know uh, uh, two truths and a lie things like that oh, that's you, exactly okay. right, come on festive, you know? hello okay. and, and, and that's the whole thing and so it's like I, I like that and people can put videos you can put links to their Instagram pages on there and so to me, when so I'm you going get past that surface, past the actual initial picture, you yes. get past that physical. You know okay. exactly. Okay. Like, like I like that. You know, when I'm going on there and I'll see a guy I'm attracted to, but it's nice to go on his page or his mm-hmm. profile and see. Oh, he plays football. And there's a clip of him playing football with his friends, or a clip of him like at a karaoke night, drunk with his friends, like playing karaoke. It's like you that you see that person. You don't see like I said in the previous uh, um, episode. We don't see the representative mm-hmm. off the bat. We see who you are for the most part. So that way I can gauge you more. You do. Yeah. You do, and you have to because the thing is, is like I what I look for in dating. You know, is can you make me laugh? I'm a stand-up comedian. I can't. Listen, if your jokes are dry, so will my vagina be. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to say that, but it's true. No, that's a fact, though. Because the thing is, it's like, well, look. we have humor. We but have humor. humor is so important. Like, that's the thing. Because it relaxes I'm comedian. you. I mean, I think I am sometimes, you know. <laughs> You're a funny girl, but the thing is, it's like, listen. But the comedy, you have to make a person you, laugh. You have to. because Male the, or female. 
But this is the thing, is that everybody likes somebody that makes them laugh because life is stressful, okay? And the thing is, it's like, you know, you're out there during the day and you're going to work and you're out mm-hmm. in the hustle and bustle and people like us, like we're chasing our dreams and yeah. stuff like that. So you're out there and when you come home at the end of the day, I want somebody I can relax and laugh with. Laughter releases tension. Laughter exactly. releases the tension in my flower garden so that you can, you know, bring your plow and you know, plant some new seeds. Some new seeds. Okay. <laughs> And also, laughter is, it uses different muscles. So when you smile, opposed to when you frown, yes, it, it does. And laughter burns calories. Okay, so you know you gonna you gonna make me laugh and lose weight. Then that's a good it. Like that's, you are who I need. To, come on, that's what you. Like, you come on, you my man. You making me laugh. Come, come on, on. <laughs> come on, come, come sit. But then. You see them around a bro- their brother or a, a, a childhood friend they've known since they were five. Mm-hmm. And then you see them joking and goofing around. And it's like, oh, humor is a sign of com- you know, comfort. It's comfort. And, relate- and relate- relatability. Exactly. Rela- you know, relatable content. Exactly. <laughs> it just is. And that's, that's interesting that you said that because it's like one of those things where like you get to see them in their natural element. So that's why I say too, like so previously we said it was like, Oh, you meet a person and it's like, oh, is there three months? And it's like, blah, 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 blah. I also feel like it's very important to, if you know that this is the person that you, you know, feel like you can date and build something with for mm-hmm. his worth, they, he or she needs to meet your friends, meet your family. They have to. When it's time. So that way it's, it's warranted. So that way I can see you in your element, to see you natural and just, you know, how you are. Just like you said, when, when you release and relax and you're not just, you know, being all trying to cool and macho, not yeah. trying to trip up and all of that. It's like, that is when I can see you literally being comfortable in your own skin. And that's something that I feel like is very, very important when it comes to dating. Because, like, clearly, like I, like I said, uh, I've had relationships and all that for, for longevity. And it's like, I love the fact when I can see that. Because in the beginning stages, it's always kind of, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, it counts more when you live to get to see them in their natural element. Girl. Their people that are close, their peers, their family members, whatever. So you can see how that works. And then it's like... Okay, I like it, or mm, I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. You know, but it helps. It does help because, you know, the thing is, is who are you, you know? Right. And, and and I think that, you know, sometimes this is what's so interesting to me. And I, I, let me know your thoughts on this I'm because I, I, I hear, I've heard some people, mainly guys, say things like, oh, um, you know, girls want to rush to meet my friends. They want to rush... And it's like, I don't think so much that women are, and I, and I use us as an example because mm-hmm. guys are the main ones complaining about it, you know. <laughs> uh, but we are, we're not in a rush to meet your friends because we're trying to marry you next week. We're in a rush to meet your friends because we want to see the real, the real you. Real. Right. Not and the representative. We, like I said, right. not representative. I don't want to see yeah. the interviewee. I want to see the employee. Exactly. Okay. When you already got the job. Hello. Okay. Okay, let's think about this on the financial term, right? All right. When you invest in something, you want what we call when you're investing, an ROI, which is the return on investment. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to just invest in something that's bullcrap. You're going right. to invest in something that you feel like you're going to get a return on your investment. So why is it not so um, beside the norm that, okay, well, if, I'm not asking this, but if I say this and third and this is what my worth is, it's nothing for you to value that and to do a little investing. Now, fellas, you're tuning in, you're listening, you're watching, for whatever it's worth, or even women, whatever, we're not seeing to 
go and spend your hard-earned money. That's not it. It's just if you know what you know and you like what you like, it's nothing wrong with showing that because when you show that, a little goes a long way. And we're not saying, oh, go out and blow bags on but, but the side of clothes. It's like just a little, you can give me a flower, a little, pe- you know, a flower, girl, a single row. Like little things, it's just a small investment for just, a big turnout. That's just, really it. I, I 100% agree with you. And just to echo that, to put it in perspective, listen, there are guys who love Jordans, okay? The shoe. And there are guys that will sit outside of a shoe store, whether it's Supreme, Foot Locker, you name the establishment, and they will sit outside of these stores. I'm going to just take two, a step to Two that. days before the shoe is released, in rain, sleet, snow, hail, tornado, hurricane, typhoon, a, a, you know, atomic bomb, and they will wait outside this establishment. For two to three days, they will not shower. They will not brush their teeth. Some of them will sacrifice food so they can have less weight on them when they run inside to get to the J's. Now, let me tell you something. When you get to the cashier, you know what the cashier going to say? These J's are with tax $475. Let me tell you something. You want those J's because you know why? Because those J's are bad. They're not some little, like, you know, cheap little slide shoes. Those are a deep. Those are the best. Okay, those are Jordan. It's four hundred and seventy-five dollars retail value plus tax. It's a retail value, and it's like, and then he went, okay, let me just walk around in them for like one hundred and ten. I'm just gonna walk around in it. Let me just walk around the stove. Let me drop one ten on it. And it's like that's so great. The price for these Jordans is four hundred and seventy-five dollars plus tax. That is the price. If you do not have that, then you cannot leave with these Jordans. You can leave with those slides over there. You can leave those ticletes in the corner. Right. You got a sale rack in the back. And that's what you can leave with. Because if you got $20 on it, then that's what you can that's walk you out of here with. Here. But if you want these premium Jordans, okay. it's $475. Period. So, so you know, I, I love using shoes as a reference because one thing I've noticed is that a lot of guys will put... I think that men... For men, a lot of men, money is a love language. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, you know, you look at where men put their money is. And, and like, I get it. I know guys who will not take a girl on a $60 date, but they will drop $500 on a PS5 that has not even arrived yet. And they still got to spend $100 in games. That's $600 you will play on something that will not give you head. But So I like to talk about, like, the ones who aren't that way, who also, like, can understand. So, like, for me, I'm a female who, like, um, of course, my dad was the mo- the money. Throw the money in your face. Like, throw the money here. I'm going to go take you out, get your hair done, nails done, body clothes. The splurging for me as a as a kid. But he wasn't there present as, yeah. as much. So, he would come in and, quote, unquote, buy my love and dip out. Mm. So, for me, it's like, it's not the money, it's the time. It is. So it's time. like, that's why I said it can be something as simple as a rose or a little, Absolutely. you know, it's not about the big spinach, you know, expenses. No. It's really about just sometimes about the time, but also it's everybody has different love languages too. But, Absolutely. you know, there's also those guys who, you know, I know as fellas out here, maybe listening and watching, it's like you are, you know, it's, it's gentlemen out here. It's still chivalrous. It's still men who like, they understand, they listen, they're attentive, they pay attention. And that is, those are the men for sure who are still, you know, available and waiting and being patient and, yes. you know, building their careers up and doing what they need to do. And, to and healing. Their, yeah, and, and healing. healing. And, and that's, learning. That's the thing. I don't, I don't want to... attract their counterpart. I, yeah. I, and I don't, wanna, I don't want to, you know, minimize that. 
Mm-hmm. I, brothers, I see you. I see the brothers that are out here healing and going to therapy and like meditating and doing yes. yoga. Trust me, especially if I was doing yoga, I see you. You okay? <laughs> In those tight fitted pants, I see you. you know? But I just, but really, I am very. <laughs> Happy namaste, namaste, namaste. namaste. <laughs> How namaste. you doing? <laughs> but I just really, you know, I, I do see that, and I'm happy to see that, especially in the black community. Yeah. To see brothers healing and stuff like that, and it's and okay. Curses too, for the most part. And, and I know? think, and I think it's okay. I'll say this because I know you know black people. We are the first generation of black people, I feel like, that it going to therapy is normalized or it's okay. Yeah. And that's important to note because, you know, it may take us longer to get into relationships. See, our parents were having having us at 19, 20, 25. And, you know, Younger. meanwhile, we're in our 30s and, like, right. graduating and growing. And we're like, no, I'm not ready for that. Let me find then, me. Let, let me, me find feel me. me because also when it comes to that's the thing too when you're dating like people don't really understand like it's it's past most of trauma too so like yes. say something is a trigger for you like I just like my trigger is for a guy to just look at me and say oh I'm gonna just spend money that's a trigger because yeah money is currency like I said previously it comes and goes yeah but can you give me your time because you can't give your time back At, ooh time you can't give that time if back. a man gives you his time. That's it. Get on it, okay? okay. And speaking of time, okay, I want to, I want to, you know, we, we may run over this bit a little bit, but one of your best dating experiences that you've learned from, because I'm a firm believer of that, whatever situation that you come from, it should be a learning experience. You should mm-hmm. learn something from it and take something from it so that way you're your better self for the next person that you encounter. Absolutely. So, like, one of your um, best, like, dating experiences that you've learned and grew from, mm-hmm. like, what was one of those? Like, you, like, tell me one of those stories. Absolutely. Um, I dated a guy um, uh, that he was not settled in what he wanted to do in his life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that when I first met him, obviously. You know, I met him. He was very handsome and charming and funny and engaging. And, you know, we, we clicked on that regard. Right. But one of the things that I noticed is I've been in L.A. grinding as a stand-up comedian for eight years. Mm-hmm. He had come from another city, a smaller town. He had been doing comedy for a while there. And he was transitioning to a comedy here. That's how we met was on the comedy scene. Okay. Because he would make comments whenever I would take him to a comedy club at the comedy store, the improv. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, wow, you know all these people. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know all these people. And I'm like, yeah, I've been in L.A. grinding in stand-up comedy for eight years. So, right. yes, I know these people. Right. Because I've seen them so much. And I, um, uh, long story short, we went out to a rave. We all got lit. My This happened while my sister was in town. And shout out to Cherie Gro. I love you. I love you, my sister. My sister is... My protector, my mm-hmm. just my friend, my one of my best friends, and you know, yeah. So my sister was visiting in town while I was sitting in the sky. We went to a rave, my first rave. So you know, I went, I went to sleep, uh, <laughs> and so you know, during my slumber, uh, my sister, I had a conversation with a gentleman I was entertaining, and she asked him what his intentions were with me. And my sister does not let up, so she was pushing him to get the truth out. Okay. He finally broke him down. And he said, well, Chelsea is so well connected in the comedy industry. I am, you know, I like her. She's beautiful. He was like, but I see that if I date her, she's going to get me a lot of opportunities in comedy. Mm-hmm. She's going to get me a lot of, she's going to help me get on stages at the improv and the comedy store. She's going to help me get to where I want to get. So it was more and of a, 
you helping him and not a collective type of situation. So Absolutely. Right. And the whole point is, I'm trying to say is that I learned from that situationship that I cannot be with a man who is not secure and happy in where he is in his career. Even if you haven't like quote unquote made it yet. Yeah. Whatever making it is for, for you. Right. I, I, you know, I need a man who knows that, no, I, I got my plan. I get up every day. I do my thing. I got my discipline. I got this. I know it's going to happen because I believe. That is fine. Because I, I, but I can't have a man who's just right. floating and draining. And another thing I notice is I can't be a man's everything. And that was humbling to me because I grew up in the school of thought that a man's supposed to be your everything. Yeah. You know, because that's what I was told. They were like, but then they oh, were man on top of that and you got to pick him and do this. And, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, no, because one of the things I noticed about my the guy I was dating, anytime I went to an open mic, he, he'd call me, be like, babe, what are we doing today? What mics are we going to do? What comedy shows are we doing today? I said, well, I'm doing a show at the improv and the comedy store and this bar in Hollywood. You can come along. And I'm using comedy as an example, but just honestly, it's not. I'm not against supporting your partner. I think not. that is a beautiful thing, and mm-hmm. I obviously would support my partner. But if I just met you and you're already trying to drain me, you're not a partner. You're a parasite. Okay. In the beginning, I felt this pressure to like help him out and help him out because I felt like because he was giving me love mm-hmm. and attention. And yeah. romance. And, and, you know, at the time, I wasn't fully healed from some of my past traumas. And I'm still working on that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're all, it's a process. It's a process, yeah. But I wasn't healed enough to recognize that he was using me at the mm-hmm. time. And I'm so grateful for my sister calling that out and, and revealing that to me. Because what I learned was he was giving me something that I could have given to myself the whole time. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, child. Ooh. Lord, I ain't gonna cry on this podcast. Don't cry, girl, but if you need to, production, give us some tissue just in case. But but you know, no, I I I just I just really want to reiterate that I was letting him use me because I was giving this man something, or 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 feeling like he was giving me something that Mm -hmm. I couldn't get. And once we left, I have literally, I, I, I got into an accident last year. I had, you know, major knee surgery and I've been healing from that. And I, and, and what this whole process has taught me is that I am worthy, just me, just as you are with no friends, no family, no nothing. It's just me. Yeah. And I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I, I know we, we got to wrap it up, but I just, I just have to share that with the listeners because, no, that's the you message. know, honestly, I... And when you know that you can give yourself love, you show yourself love. And remember that you got friends. I get it. Some people think self-love means that you have to be alone all the time. You know. No. Show yourself love. And press into your friends. I will say, I don't think that before, the last couple of years, I, I wasn't necessarily pressing into my friends yeah. as much as I... I have in the last couple of years, and now that I have, I, I realize the you value. You understand the value, and, and of people that. like you, right? And and people like you know, y'all are family to me, yeah. and I, I'm so grateful to press into y'all. Come on, because you know, it, it y'all y'all have shown me. Because one thing I know is none of y'all want to fuck me, you know. And the thing <laughs> is, is y'all have all bought me a drink. 
you know, looked out when I needed like a little five dollar here or there. Y'all have all let me crash at your place. Y'all have all given me hugs when I needed it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: the one thing that what I would tell single straight women. Get you some real ass friends. Because what it'll teach you about dating is, is if my friends who have no desire, I have friends who've never seen my nipple, but they bought me a drink. And that's hello on that. You know, and, and they, they, I could talk to them about God. I could talk to them about the future. I could talk to them about my dreams, my fears. And that's the thing is, is like, remember that in dating. Mm-hmm. Do not date somebody who does less for you than your friend. Basically, your worth is your worth. Don't devalue yourself because you have it. Mm-hmm. Man or woman, because men too, don't devalue your worth for anyone. Women, yes. Don't devalue yourself for anyone. If you're under a certain age, yeah. don't devalue yourself because when you love yourself to tap into that, your self-love, it sets that bar so high that no one can break you down from where you stand at. You're on the pedestal. You are a king, you are a queen, or you are a prince, you are a princess, and that's just that. Your value, your self-worth is your worth, okay? Do not forget it. Keep it in the front of your mind. You know, sometimes you put it in the back. Keep it in the front. No lobotomies here. Don't let, okay? <laughs> Don't let anyone deter you away from that. Because I love you. Someone out there else, someone else loves you. You are loved. You are cherished. You are valued. You are worthy. You are enough. I thank you all for tuning in. This has been Relatable Content. And I will see you all, or, you know, you will listen to me and see me next week. (laughs) But peace and blessings. We love you guys. Until next week. Bye. Bye.